Season. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. I love the upside, the athleticism. What is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here to another episode of the Triple Option Podcast. I am Matt, joined by Tom and Dom. What's going on, guys? How are we doing today? What's up, guys? We're going to be reacting to Week 14 and all of the games that happened throughout it, pretty much just kind of giving our thoughts and opinions on each game. There were some stinkers, there were some solid games, and there was obviously a ton of playoff implications on the line. Um, so we... In the re or in the preview video, we did react to the Patriots and Steelers, um, in which the Pats won 21-18. The first game we could talk about was a game that we did preview last week, and it was between the Bucks and the Falcons. And you guys both took the Falcons, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. I need to do a little victory lap this video because I think two weeks Go ago ahead. I did really bad. Um, I, I did take it. the Bucks. Only reason was just vibes of chaos basically there's going to be chaos in the nfc south so it only made sense that a team that wasn't in first place wins this game to provide just the utmost chaos so yeah the bucks won 29 25 <laughs> i mean this division sucks i hate it so much i feel like this is also worse for their, these teams future because think about how good like the bucks or falcons would have looked going forward if they had a franchise quarterback but now it's like they're both going to be fighting for playoff spots at maybe eight and nine at the end of the year uh, Tom, what, who do you think is like the driver's seat now in the NFC South? Do you think it's one of these two teams or do you think it's the Saints? It's definitely not the Saints. My uh, my preseason pick, I'll take a full loss on that one. I think we went over both these teams' schedules. They seem like pretty comparable. Um, I think the I think now that the, do they play each other again or no? No, split the yeah, series one one. Time. Okay, and and the Falcons were the one that had had that had a good uh, division uh, record, right? Um, well, right now it's the Bucks. Well, the they have the same division, but the Bucks have the uh, conference tiebreak right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, the Falcons play. I think I think the Falcons definitely still have a shot. They, they finish with the Panthers, the Colts, the Bears, and then the Saints on the road week eighteen. The Saints could want to play spoiler there because like they don't really they don't want to see their division. I think they're probably the biggest rival in the division. Um, make the playoffs based on beating them, but. I'm looking at the Bucks schedule, and they have Green Bay, Jacksonville, New Orleans, and Carolina. So I think that Green Bay-Jacksonville games are much more of a challenge for Tampa than the the, the two games for the Falcons. So I'm going to go with the Falcons. Still definitely have a shot at pulling this off here. Dude, I mean, Carolina just being 0-9 in the conference is just so funny to look at. 1-12. It's so funny that too. you picked them. That was, that was your division win early, and they're, they won a conference game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And, I mean, for this game itself, like, the Falcons really did control this game. The fact they lost was honestly surprising. Uh, They missed two field goals, which really hurt them. They limited Baker to only 140 yards. Desmond Ritter threw for 350. Drake London had an insane day. Like, the Falcons played better overall and just couldn't win. Kyle Pitts scored. Kyle Pitts even scored a touchdown. Shout out to Kyle Pitts. That's how crazy of a game it was for for the Falcons. Like, they should have won this game. They didn't. It's going to come back to bite them now. So, hopefully... Hopefully they win this week against the Panthers. Because yeah, if they lose this week, then they might just start completely unraveling. Yeah. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting down the stretch. Next game was another NFC uh, kind of conference matchup there between the Lions and the Bears. Another divisional matchup. And we all picked the Lions last week. And I'm so pissed because I kind of like the Bears. And they were so close to beating them a few weeks ago when they played for the first time this year. But I just didn't have the balls to pick them. Um, and the Bears won convincingly. The Lions have had multiple bad losses in a row um, dating back to... Or no, who was there? Who did they won last week, right? The Lions? Um, yeah, yeah, they beat the Saints. Game, but, okay, they beat the Saints. But that they looked, the they looked really bad the second half. They came up to that 21 nothing lead within like five minutes and just kind of put them the brakes the whole rest of the game. 
Yeah, because I was like, okay, that, that Packers game was kind of a little bit ago. But yeah, so they've lost two out of their last three, two um, inferior opponents, basically. And yeah, this is, uh, you said before, Tom, that the Lions are possibly the biggest fraud in the NFL. Um, they're 9-4. and four. I think they're pretty clearly uh, the step below the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Uh, what were your thoughts from this game? Yeah, I mean, I think the Ravens, too, you could, you could throw the Ravens in that top tier. I think the 49ers are probably in that top tier. And then I yeah, think yeah, I just Dallas is like right behind them, the, and the Eagles, the, the Ravens, not far behind. Um, but yeah, the Lions, I think they kind of fall more into the Chiefs and like Jaguars territory rather than like true like juggernaut contender. So yeah, and like Dom, Dom's been saying this for weeks. Like you can just see their defense play a complete game, and this week again, they just did not show their defense play a complete game. So I think all three of us kind of seem to be in the greens here, no? Yeah, yeah. they're just. They're just frauds. Um, but from the Bears' perspective, I'm pretty sure I saw where the Bears essentially solidified the number one overall pick this week. Their pick only they they moved down to the fifth pick, and they moved within one game of the playoffs, all within the same week. Like it was literally like the perfect situation for them. Um, and I mean, like, can this team make the playoffs? Like the the Bears are only one game back now. There's a lot of teams they'd have to leapfrog, but. Like, their defense has been playing very well since they traded for uh, Sweat. Fields has actually been playing pretty well. Like, I don't know. If they get hot at the right time, they could rattle off a few wins and sneak in at this point. Yeah. Um, I think no matter what, even if they make the playoffs, you still have to move on from, like, Justin Fields at the end of the season. But he's actually looked pretty good over these last couple of weeks. We were kind of talking about it today, just, like, texting each other, like, what he would possibly go for in the offseason um, if he were to get traded or when he does get traded. So it'll be interesting to see how his value changes over the rest of the season. Um, but, yeah, this Lions team, not as good as some of those juggernauts in the NFC. Uh, and it's definitely been a disappointing couple of weeks for them. We'll see if they can get back on track next week. But 9-4 and four now. Um, and there's a chance. I mean, it's less likely now that the Packers lost to the Giants. But, like, the Packers could have been flirting with winning that division still. But not really much anymore. Um, so uh, we can hop into a game that we – let me see if we also predicted this one last week. We did. Another victory yeah, you lap know, you know, You know we did. Yeah, you know we, we did. did. We did. It wasn't even close. Bengals 34-14. Shout out to Washington Husky Jake Browning. Back-to-back good weeks. People are saying he's the 2023 Brock Purdy. That's what people no are saying. No one's saying that. I haven't heard those people. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you get that one, though. All right. Anyway, back to business. Um, um, yeah, you think for 275, T. Higgins, future $20 million a year receiver, 72 yards. No way. Another discussion by us today. I, I, I think I think T. Higgins will earn $20 million for sure in the offseason. Yeah, you were quiet in that time. You didn't want to disagree with Dom over text. You just want to say it here. I caught up late. I figured we'll be talking in person or virtually later, so I figured I'd uh, let it rock. I can't believe, Dom, you don't think he's going to get $20 million. So you're also changing my my – answer because your first question was will t higgins you're saying he's going to get tagged i don't think he's going to get tagged that was my first argument was i don't think the Bengals will tag him and then i was building off that by saying i don't think a, a smart team should give him 20 million dollars well there's if they if they trade him doesn't he technically have to get tagged they're not well, okay yes but they're not just going to trade him like because then whoever gets him will get him on the tag then unless I don't think you can tag a guy and then trade him and then have that team sign the extension. I'm pretty sure. I feel like you can. Yeah, you have to sign trade. Like you have to agree on the extension prior and then like do it. Oh, I thought that was the thing with Lamar last year because Lamar got the transitional tag and then could get traded for well, two first Well, that was a different tag. Yeah, it depends which tag. But I mean, just this week alone, I mean, Tegan's had two catches. If you think that's a twenty million dollar wide receiver, I don't know. You tell me. But true, Bengals- Jamar Chase only had three. He might only make eighteen mil. Exactly, but I mean the Bengals did play pretty well. Uh, the Colts' offense was awful. They scored one touchdown, I believe, it was a pick six. So, just not much going for them. Their ground game stunk. But I mean, hey, the, another week the Colts still find themselves in the playoffs, I believe. So they're just uh, they just keep uh, finding ways to stay afloat somehow. I, I don't know how they've made it this far, but they keep do they keep doing it. They really do. They're currently the seventh seed in the AFC. I feel like the loser of them and the Steelers on Saturday will like be officially eliminated from the playoffs. Just because are, there's, what are you gonna say? Actually, I'm gonna save. I'll save this for later. I'll save it until we get to more games because I haven't. I have a thought, but I'll wait till wait till later. 
Okay, yeah, because we have six teams in the AFC that are seven and six for two playoff spots, um, and that's if Cleveland and or at least Cleveland stays alive as well at eight and five. So yeah, I do feel like the loser of that game will kind of officially be eliminated, but not technically, like not mathematically, but it won't look great for them. But yeah, we eliminated the Bengals a few weeks ago. It's not looking great because they rattled off some really nice wins, and now we're seven and six. And looks like they have at least a decent quarterback. And like shout out to Chase Brown, kind of balling out over the last couple of weeks as well. Um, but yeah, so that was a that was a big AFC um, kind of our playoff implication game. Another one was the Browns and Jaguars. I don't think we we didn't preview this game, even though I should have brought it up because it was very close, and I feel like it could have gone either way. Tom, this was your upset game, and I like the Jaguars too. But uh, Joe Flacco, man, in the year twenty twenty three, this dude is a top fifteen quarterback in the league, probably right Insane. now. Insane, wild to even talk about three hundred eleven yards. Really low bar, maybe. Top yeah, oh, extremely low bar. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he looked good though. Um, yeah, he, he those he two really nice toes to Njoku, and um, I would say the Browns like Watson. Like Watson wasn't good this year. Like if Flacco was like serviceable, which is nuts to say about Joe Flacco in twenty twenty three, the defense just continues continue to keep them in games. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think that they can win a playoff game or two if like really all the chips fall right. I think they could they can pull off like. Like who would be the like if the four seed like right now they play being... the Jaguars I believe in round one yeah, yeah like nice. I could see them beating the Jaguars again I don't think they'd beat Kansas City but you know I could see them pulling off um, a first round upset against the Jaguars on the road and going to a divisional game even with Flacco a quarterback they just did it again this week so why not do it again yeah I'm honestly with the whole AFC playoff picture. I'm not really, like, if I was, like, up there as, like, a top team in the AFC, I'm not really scared of any other team, honestly. Like, watching Baltimore lose to Pittsburgh earlier in the year, just, I'm, like, I'm not afraid of them too much. Obviously, I think they're the best team right now in the AFC, but I don't know. Miami has its weaknesses. The Chiefs don't look, like, as scary as they used to be. Obviously, they have a lot of problems on the offensive side of the ball, and they've lost five times this year, so I don't know. I think it's, like, a wide-open AFC, and you could see a team like the Browns that if they could just run the ball— not turn over um, with quarterback play and their lead defense could carry them to the Super Bowl. Like it's not out of the equation. So it would be, I yeah. mean, it would be surprising if you like, it would, well, yeah, Joe Flacco led the team to a Super Bowl. But if you tell me they beat Jacksonville and then end up beating like Miami and then, um, and then I guess like Baltimore to go to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be that surprised. Like, I, I like, think I would. If they get, if they can well, beat, if they can win on the road at Miami and at Baltimore back to back weeks, I, I'd be surprised, especially with Joe Flacco. I, I'd yeah. be surprised. It's just the only thing is like they haven't really like these aren't proven teams like the Dolphins haven't done anything um, in a while and like as a playoff team at least and Baltimore has been respectable at least but it's not like it's been like the Chiefs Bengals Bills somewhat Bills like juggernauts over the last couple of years mm-hmm. that you'd be you know, you're fair way. you're right with that um so I think yeah no but uh, yeah no it'd be, it'd be surprising if Joe Flacco's playing in the Super Bowl this year um so we talked about these teams that briefly before the last two teams of the NFC South the Saints beating the Panthers twenty eight to six. I feel like the Saints, yeah, Saints won by 22, and I feel like you still feel worse about them after this game, which is just wild to say. Um, it's a this shame for the— stalked. So bad, dude. I can't watch Derek Carr in this team anymore. Bryce, <laughs> Young, so Bryce Young had one completion at the two-minute warning in the first half, and at one point in the game, Derek Carr had, like, 15 completions for about 50 yards. Like, it, 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 it's awful. And Derek Carr, if I'm a referee, I'm throwing intentional grounding every single time he throws the ball because he's never throwing it at a wide receiver. <laughs> like, if you actually watch the game, he's getting pressure. He just throws it away immediately. He's in the pocket, throws it to nobody. Like, I'm throwing a flag every single time if I'm the ref in the Saints game from now on. I don't understand what is going on with him because it's just so bad out there. It's so gross. And they have him for a couple more years after this year. Just like, I don't know. Uh, like, I think... Olave could have had like two or three monster gains, but it was just a little oh. bit overthrown, or maybe he dropped it. Um, it was gross to watch. Do you guys see the new stat that's going around Twitter about Chris Olave? Yeah, it's like what is it like unregistered unrealized air yards? Air yards. What, no, that was the thing from last year too. Unrealized air yards. That's what? like um, I think him and Kyle Pitts were the two headliners of that last year. What is that we're just making mean? up stats at this point. Like, what are oh, we no. doing? Let like, me see what unrealized it. It it means if you were to catch every pass and then not get like. Because you can't assume yards after uh, yards after catch, so it's just every yard you would get if you caught like every ball like that was thrown your way. Yeah, so he would have another thousand yards. Does it have to be in like a range, or they could just throw it ten yards ahead of you? I don't know, but either way, like we're just making up stats to make Chris Olave seem like a superstar at this point. Because like watching these games, he's not. I do think Olave's really good, but and like I do think like he'd look a lot better if he had better quarterback play. But yeah, that that seems kind of dumb. 
Yeah, so it's basically, I guess, if just if you, like, without yards after catch, if you just caught the ball and then went down right there, that's all of the total depth of uncaught passes. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, We're it's a very uh, cherry-picking stat. Um, but, yeah, this game was gross. I mean, the Panthers, uh, I don't even know where you did um, bottom. And Jimmy Graham scored. So we had Joe Flacco throw for three touchdowns. Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown. Randall Cobb Dude, scored a touchdown for the Jets. Like, I don't exactly i don't know what's going on in the nfl right now <laughs> um so the saints are six and seven and we have three six and seven teams in the nfc south i i guess you said before tom that you like the who do you who do you say you like for, to end up winning this division i think so the fact the falcons and the saints play each other um the last week of the season i think the falcons are going to wind up having a game lead on them by that point i like i just think and i think even if it's tied i think the falcons want to beat the saints like the saints they just look so bad all the time like, the Falcons' defense at least is pretty good, and their offense can score. If they could get into, like, a little bit of a groove, that'd be fantastic for them. But I think the Saints team is just its just so frustrating to watch. Man, Derek Carr can't throw a, an accurate ball for anything. And I, they play the Giants next week at home. The Giants can win this game. Like, three weeks ago, I'm saying this is going to be a blowout. But the, now the way the Giants are playing, we'll get to them later. But... They can win this game. Then they play at the Rams, at the Bucks, and versus the Falcons. Not one of those games is easy. So I'm going to take the Falcons over the Saints for the rest of the season, like I said before. Who do you like, Dom, to win this division too? I'm I'm sticking with the Falcons. I'm not changing my mind now. Yeah, you got to stick with the Falcons. I mean, because that would that would be your uh, your preseason pick hitting. Yeah, I don't I don't like the Falcons. Um, I don't know. I still think the Saints get in. But it's so gross. You can't be. I, I don't, don't know. Want to you can't watch. You can't watch the Saints and have any confidence in them be like, whatsoever. Yeah, I think they're gonna win a playoff game. At least like Desmond Ritter, like they can get a good running offense going and like make the Falcons look good, and their defense will make a play now and then. Just watching Derek Carr try to operate an offense, like no, it's not gonna work. You know what's cra- you know what's crazy? Obviously, you want the home playoff game, but I think I'd rather be. Like the loser of the Eagles Cowboys, then get the two seed. Like you're telling me, I'm either gonna play the L.A. Rams possibly in round one, or go up against the like the Bucks, Falcons, or Saints, or like, or lose the division. Well, that's possible. Or if the 49ers lose a game, you can get the one seed still. Then you obviously want to win the division. Yeah, yeah, true. But so yeah, like you make a good point. Yeah, I know the Cowboys have a really tough like remaining schedule. We'll obviously get to that game in a little bit too, but um. It'll be, I think, more like way more tougher for them to win it. But we could talk about a blowout game. Um, I I texted you guys because uh, I took the Jets as my underdog pick. It hit. It went thirty six, and I bet on them at like three in the morning Saturday because I'm like, you know what? They're gonna win. Why are the Jets only three and a half point underdogs against the Texans? They're gonna at least cover this game, and they blew them out. They dominated them. This Jets defense is still really good. Zach Wilson maybe at the best game of his career. Um, and CJ Stroud, our Nico Collins got hurt. I think Stroud um, had a concussion later in the game. Yep. It was a mess for Houston. Um, and it's, I mean, they're seven and six. They've definitely exceeded expectations, still playing with house money this year, but they're definitely kind of trending downwards and possibly making the playoffs in CJ Stroud's rookie year. Dom, do you think they get in at the end of the year? Um, the Texans, I mean, probably not because I do think, I don't know, I don't know the current status on Stroud, but if he's mm-hmm. out, I think they lose. There's no way Davis Mills is coming in and leading them. If Nico Collins is out a while, I think that significantly hurts them. Um, mm-hmm. No one has to look up Noah Brown's stats since I said he's going to get 1,000 yards. That's Don't even look it up. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, the first half of this game was so bad. I don't know what happened at halftime for the Jets, but they came out, and the second half was completely different. Zach Wilson did play his – Zach Wilson should never play an NFL game again. Go out on top. Like, make this your last game tape available so someone's like, oh, I believe in Zach Wilson, and right off into the sunset. Like, don't ruin your stock, because right now it's at the highest it will ever be. Yeah, definitely his best year. And then Brees Hall finally did something after our fantasy draft. I'm I mean, because he, he had 40 rushing yards. He's just a PPR merchant. Like, it is insane how many targets he gets because he's just not a good runner. It's insane. Listen. My point the whole year was top 10, top 5, top 7, fantasy running back rest of season. That was the point I was trying to push. I can name 10, 15 running backs I'd rather have on my team than Brees Hall, like, actually, like, on my team. Like but for has. fantasy purposes, there's nothing better than a PPR merchant. And I'm not the only one doing this because I found a guy on Twitter that Brees Hall was beefing with about because someone was, like, posted his stat line where he... Yeah, I saw and, that. I didn't send it to Brees you because I didn't want... It, it, was, it, it wouldn't have pushed my narrative, but I did I, see it. 
I already saw it, so you didn't even have to send it. But, like, this guy brought up Brees Hall's stats, and, like, Brees Hall, like, replied back at him, like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, no, buddy, we know you're not a good runner. We know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess this is a good game for him. 10 carries, 40 yards. It's, like, probably a season high almost for him. But, yeah, he just gets those he just gets those catches, and that's where all his fantasy points come from. Anyway, he was too. Dude, went off. Dom, after this, I need uh, our fantasy update. I'm curious what it's at. Um, you want to? You do want it right now? Because I do know it off the top of my head. Yeah. Did I make up any ground? Uh, no, I won this week again. This is my fifth win out of the six weeks. Cap. You're I mean, rigging you it. And so are you like comfortable in first? I'm like a distant second, and that's like bottom feeding. I'm leading um, by about 140 ish points, if I had to guess. Is it in the the Google Drive? It's in the, the yeah. You can pull. Yeah, it up. all right, it's, I have it up. The midseason draft. I just didn't input on um, Monday night stats because those games weren't there. But Tyreek Hill did not um, did not do that great. Didn't matter. Sheesh, sheesh. I'm like looking at this, dude. Stephon Diggs, mid. I mean, I, <laughs> and I'm doing it without Mark Andrews. So like, I'm I'm already oh, down one person. Mid. So you know, DeAndre Swift. Draft. Oh my god, that was a bad pick by you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Not great. Um, okay. Well, never mind. Did not want to know that score. Um, <laughs> so the, the, the Jets end up beating the Texans 30 to 6. Um, their season's still probably over, but it was a nice kind of feel good one for Aaron Rodgers coming back in two weeks, maybe. Dude, yeah, like maybe. If, they, if they're still alive. Um, we had Should probably. Miami this week. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. We had probably close to game of the week, maybe game of the week, um, where the Ravens walked it off in overtime against the um, LA Rams on uh, Wallace's punt return. That was pretty sick, kind of like having a lot because you thought he was going to get tackled like three different times and he stayed on his feet man i think the rams are like i really thought they were going to win this game i like them a lot um well i, I did predict the baltimore in our preview but I, I don't know the rams just seemed like they shouldn't have been that much uh they were like seven and a half point dogs i think something like that and this is a team i think still better than most of the nfc and should make the playoffs i hope they do because it'll be entertaining um but i don't know I don't know who I'm taking over the Rams. Um, like between the Packers, between the Bears. Like, I don't know. The Rams are good, and I, I hope they're in the playoffs. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, I think I think we need to start off. Tom, we finally did it. Cooper Cup is back. But Fine. yeah, it's 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 been very long. It took I think my fantasy team had to be we had to sacrifice Trevor Lawrence. We had to sacrifice um I guess Darren Waller. Keenan Allen's not practicing. Nico Collins and Tank Dell are both down for me, and I but I get Cooper Cup back, so all is well in the world. There and we now, go. And now my 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 one oh seven pick, I think maybe can lead me to uh, fantasy glory after ending the season on a five game win streak and clinching this week. There my we motto all my motto all season was as long as he's healthy for playoffs, and he's healthy and he's putting up big games. So we finally did it. I'll he's be back. starting him and Puka moving forward in the same lineup. <laughs> um, for the rest of this game though, like. This was a very back and forth game, and I kind of am surprised the Ravens were able to sneak this one out because it seemed like they were trying to do their best to not win it towards the end. But they did get the win, and uh, like they're they're clearly the best team in the AFC, in my opinion, based on everything we've seen from a week in week out perspective. Yeah, yeah, they look really good, and maybe part of it is like the AFC not being like as strong as thought it was going to be because of injuries, but they still look super dominant. Their defense is great. Um, so shout out Ravens. So the Ravens did uh get their tenth win of the year, ten and three. They're in sole possession of the AFC right now. Um and Odell had a very nice game against his former team, which was pretty cool. Um and then we had maybe game of the week as well. Vikings being the Raiders three nothing. Um this was a shootout between Aiden O'Connell and Josh Dobbs, Dom's two favorite quarterbacks this season. And this is gross. I'm poor Justin this- Jefferson. Anybody comes back, gets two catches, gets decked. Like, literally, Dobbs throws it right where he's going to get destroyed, gets destroyed, and he never comes back. Yeah, but before we get into anything, I'll give Dom just... We're going to open the floor to you. I'm going to let you victory lap. Josh Dobbs has been benched, and Nick Mullins announced a starter earlier today for next week, so have at it. Just just say you just say, give us I told you so, just so we can, we, can, we, right. we can take the loss and move on. So I'll start off by saying I told you guys so, but... This was a double win for me because I had the Raiders plus three and a half and they were covering for the first 59 minutes and 40 seconds of this game. And I thought the Vikings were going to kick a field goal to win this game six nothing. And I was going to smash my TV 
on the fact that the Raiders couldn't just keep this game within three, which they did the entire time until the very end. I've never been happier to see a fake field goal punt in meaningless time ever. That was the best. And yeah, Nick Mullins had more passing yards in one quarter than Josh Jobs did in three. Um, I think I proved my point there. I don't think I really need to go into it, but uh, Josh Jobs is finally back on the bench where he belongs. Now nah, you got us, Josh. The Josh Dobbs saga. His his uh, he's like NFL Jeremy Lin. His his Linsanity run is now over. Damn. Sadly, he's gonna, someone's gonna pay him too much money. <laughs> Nick Mullins actually has a pretty good zip on the ball. I actually think he looked. Oh like no! Much Here we go better. again. <laughs> no, I like Nick Mullins. Mullins is good. Well, Mullins comes from um. Doesn't he come from San Fran or is that my? Yeah, he went to San Fran and he went to Iowa, I believe. Also, right? Oh, so he knows how to score points. Unless I wait, wait, San Fran. No, he went went to Southern Miss. Made that made that Iowa. Southern Miss. Up. Yeah, he played three years in San Fran. I forget he like started a bunch of games in 2018 and 2020. It's wild. Yeah, and then I think Joe and Jimmy G broke his leg. I think one of those years. Maybe maybe he's good. Maybe Shanahan saw something in him. Maybe this is gonna be Case Keenum 2.0 for the Minnesota Vikings as they lose in the NFC championship or NFC Championship game. Um, but yeah, this is brutal, dude. Devontae Adams so mad about this team. Like, there's no chance he's on this roster next year. He'll be he a Jet next year. year. Yeah, he'll be a Jet. <laughs> he probably. I think he's will. probably gonna be. If I had I mean, to put money on it, I would say the Jets. Like, I'm not. I'm not he, being sarcastic. I'm being serious. Is he worth straight up a first round pick like this year? Nah, probably. I think. I think you'd do it just to, like, because the Jets are going all in. Like, if you're going all in, you're doing it. Well, I mean, I and I guess we have to assume that the Jets aren't going to clean house this year, right? Like, they're going to They're, they're not. Gonna Aaron Rodgers is the lifesaver for every single coach in that building. Yeah. So, Salah is going to keep his job another year. Um, I mean, what are they, 5-8 and eight right now? They're 5-8, and eight, but some of the, I mean, it's just questionable. Yeah. Defense is good, though. I'll give them credit for that. Defense is great. But the offensive line has like eight backups on it. So, All right, so we did get news a little bit before this Niners game that Geno Smith was going to be out. It was pretty much on Sunday we found out about this. And the Niners pretty much controlled most of this game. It was somewhat competitive in the first quarter, but then the Niners kind of scored a touchdown in each quarter. Uh, we saw McCaffrey go for like a 70-yard run. I'm like, what was it, the first play of the game? The, the first play. play of the game. Yeah. 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 Also, shout out to Brandon Ayuk because this man, one of the best run-blocking receivers, uh, like on that play, he was hustling down the field to try to uh, let McCaffrey score. And it's just like the hustle you see from Ayuk. He's really good. Debo Samuel has been one of the best overall just weapons in the NFL over the last four or so weeks. And the Niners go to 10-3 and three on the year. Uh, the Seahawks are 6-7, and seven, so now they're below 500. Their season is a little scary at this point um, because now they're fighting for one of the last spots in the NFC wildcard. And yeah, uh, do you guys have any thoughts specifically from this game? I mean, it's pretty much probably what we expected with or without Geno, but um, do you guys think like Drew Locke looked okay in this game or just not good whatsoever? It's a tough ask though. Like day of, you find out you're playing and then you're going up against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, I mean, we knew San Francisco was going to win this game. I thought it would be a little closer, maybe partially because the Geno would hold it a bit, hold it all, I mean, hold it close for a bit, but um, yeah. Like, not really much to say about this. We knew from the first play what it was going to be. <laughs> I mean, I no, think I'm... I think the Seattle defense actually played, like, pretty well. I mean, considering the 49ers were winning this game 7 nothing in about 45 seconds, I'd say the defense played pretty well. But um, I am very surprised that Seattle, like, do you remember four weeks ago, they were 6-3 and three and in first place in this division, and yep. now they're in third place, Wild. not even in the playoffs. Like, they yeah. have fallen off a cliff. You have to assume that they'll probably lose this week and could fall to six and eight. Like their season is like almost over essentially if they don't win this week. So it is very surprising how quickly they've fallen off. Yeah, I saw a um, a tweet today actually. So Leonard Williams, when he got traded to the Seahawks, he said in his press conference like how happy he was to be like traded to like a winning team. And the Giants are like three and two since he said that, and like the Seahawks are like one and five. And I was like, I like. That you gotta you gotta you gotta really be a part of a, a fraud team if if the Giants somehow figure out how to win in the meantime <laughs> while your team just is skidding to the bottom. Yeah, I mean, like going into that Thanksgiving game, we're like, okay, maybe there's a chance if the Seahawks beat the Niners, they get a game up on them. Um, they could have maybe won the division, and yeah, they've really fallen off. Uh, I mean, it's a brutal kind of four game stretch with Rams, Niners, Cowboys, Niners. But if you're a good team, you're gonna win at least one of them, and maybe that was gonna be the Cowboys game on the road. But yeah, the like you said, Tom, they're kind of fraudy. Like they beat the Lions earlier in the year, which was a great win, but then they beat the Panthers, Giants, Cardinals, 
Browns and Commanders. Not very impressive of a winning slate there for yeah. uh, Seattle. So yeah, and all um, those teams seem better then than they are now. Like like three weeks ago, be like, oh, they beat the Lions. The Lions are like borderline Super Bowl contenders. Now it's like okay, we think the Lions are like a, a clear second tier team. The and the Commanders they seemed a lot better in the beginning of the year than they did, or even like a few weeks ago than they did now. So. A lot of those wins don't seem as impressive as what I'm basically what I'm trying to make. Yeah, so not looking great for them. Uh, like Dom said, it's pretty much do or die for them next week, but they have a tough test going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. But hey, maybe they that is a winnable game um, now. It's not as hard as that looked maybe a couple weeks ago. We had uh, a huge kind of game talked about. Definitely not like game of the week, but um, it was definitely a marquee matchup between the Bills and the Chiefs. Bills went on the road 20-17. to your boy did take them as well in our pick um, or preview where I took the Bills. You guys both took the Chiefs. I really just got to have this parade for myself right here. I don't think I'm going to like top this. This was terrible. You need, like, you need was, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the next game I, I got wrong. You've been like, chasing back to back to like sea level. You've been drowning ever since the uh, <laughs> the Panthers pick before the season started. Like, you've been playing from behind all year. Basically, after, yeah, that because that was definitely the worst, like, prediction, <laughs> probably in our prediction video. But, um yeah, Bills beat the Chiefs 2017. Some terrible clock management towards the end of this game. Um, it was kind of, like, really weird on just kind of both sides. And then, obviously, the whole thing that was talked about was the lateral play from Kelsey to Kadarius Tony, but uh, which he scored a touchdown on. Then we find out that Kadarius Tony was offsides, clearly offsides. Um, and Mahomes was not happy about this. It's crazy that he's, like, been doubling down on it, too. And he's like, yeah, when he said what did he say like this is affecting like travis kelsey's hall of fame like, yeah career? so so weird he said he's like what like the refs like prevented was like a hall of fame player making a hall of fame play and like when he like fit is all said and done like i hope people like talk about this because that call like negated it and i'm just like there is tony was very clearly offside like you can't get mad at the refs for negating your big play when the rules very clearly state. Like, it's not even like they can, like, throw a questionable, like, no call for a PI or a call for a PI the way you, the way he's gotten in the past. That's just, like, it's very evident looking right at screen that Kadarius Tony was lined up in front of the line of scrimmage. I don't know what he's complaining about. And you see him, like, cry to Josh Allen after the game, and Josh yeah. Allen was like, what? Like, he was, like, he was, like, dumbfounded. Yeah, like, Mahomes is, like, saying that to him. And he's still, like, crying about it, walking back into the, walking back into the, uh, the tunnel. Then he cried about it in the post-game press conference. It's nuts. My... It's just unlike him. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, I, didn't know, I didn't know he was like that, to be honest with you. I don't think he really... This is, like, the first time he really has done this. So, I don't that's know. Right. Maybe something happened or whatever, but my biggest complaint with this is that they think the result of the play should change the legality of the call. Like, that, it wasn't... The play never should have happened. I don't know... Exactly. Like, if a lineman goes off... If a lineman does a false start, the play's dead immediately. Why does the NFL keep allowing offenses to run plays when wide receivers are lined up offsides or when there's illegal formations or illegal shifts? Like, if anything pre-snap, the play should be dead immediately. They should not be running any plays. Like, I don't understand why this is like in the rule book because what can possibly happen on this the defense gets the ball somehow like the odds of that doesn't seem that the odds of that don't seem to outweigh anything else so i don't know why the play even happened in the first place like i think it should just be whistled right away i also agree because the only way the defense would decline the penalty is if it's like a third and long and they get an incomplete pass uh or they get a sack on like a second down it's like okay like we'd rather have the third and long rather than the second and um and then the roughly same distance but we but they lose it down but you're also opening up like the animal's all about safety like why run these plays when you're just risking exactly. players getting hurt especially like on a play where the defense is going to be a disadvantage so they might be playing a bit more like hectically on that play and something bad could happen for no reason but whatever i mean i i agree with you there don i think any, anything that happens pre-snap with the offense even the defense i guess for that matter really should just pull the play dead and like just push them back five yards and that'll be it yeah I, I agree as well. Um, so this was a massive win for Buffalo because now they're seven and six and they're right in there to possibly yeah. make the playoffs. I mean, they have a tough schedule. Um, rest of the way, I think they have Cowboys. Ah, eh, too easy, too hard. Um, Cowboys, Chargers, Pats, Dolphins. Who knows? Maybe the Dolphins already have their seating locked up by then, so that game might not matter to them that much. But um, yeah, uh, this looks good for the Bills to make the playoffs, and they have a massive win on the road um, before, between these two teams. Before we move on, hypothetical mm-hmm. Super Super Bowls tomorrow. I don't care who's I don't care who wins the NFC. Who has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl tomorrow against any team? The Bills or the Chiefs? 
I think the Bills. Can I? I think, the Chiefs uh, are better coached, and Mahomes is like, but like, so the thing with Josh Allen is he doesn't get to the big game. If you let Josh Allen get to that big game, just like let him walk there and walk in, walk through the tunnel and be out. I think, I think this team can make more noise than the Chiefs. The Chiefs are just they're not they're not flashy this year. They're not really doing much. They don't score in the second half too much. Um, they're having like Mahomes is in, in positions to get game winning drive and he's not doing it. This is unlike the Chiefs we see. And like you have to be like, oh, I'll take Mahomes in these big games, but he's it's not even more so the Bills prove themselves to be like sleeping like sleeping giants. It's more so the Chiefs like really just giving me no reason to. I mean, and they could very well win the Super Bowl still. I, I'm saying this now, and they could very well win the Super Bowl. I'm aware of that. But right now, after the last couple weeks the Chiefs have had with the Packers and the Bills. They don't scare me if I'm the NFC. Yeah, for I think I agree with your logic there. For my reasoning, I was taking the train to work um, last Monday, and I was like, this was after the Bells had their bye, and I was like, you know what? Like, a, a lot of AFC teams lost last week. Maybe the, I think like the the Browns lost, the Steelers lost, and I'm like, you know what? Like, they're gonna definitely make the playoffs. What so odds? What odds you get? What, <laughs> dude? I mean, I so I did. So I did division, which was the long shot. AFC East winner plus thirteen hundred. Um, that I can cash out for triple my money. For AFC Championship winner twenty three hundred. Um, same thing. And then I also took them Super Bowl outright forty one hundred. I was like, you Wait, know what? You can, they- you can cash out the division for triple the money. I think that cash out's enticing. I don't think I don't think they catch the Dolphins in the next four weeks. But I do think they could make a run if they make it into the playoffs. Yeah, well, it's tough. Just who do they play next? The Cowboys. The Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. the Dolphins. Because if they lose, again. they're gonna they're gonna be worse than the, the, the odds are gonna be worse than it was when you put the bet in. Yeah, there's still two games left um, that they need to catch up, or yeah, two games because they'll have the tiebreak and they play them in the last week. I mean, the Dolphins actually actually Dolphins have a tougher schedule the rest of the way. They got Cowboys, the Dolphins Jets, are and Bills. one division. The Bills are two and two, so even uh, but Bills already beat them once, so they would avoid the tiebreaker in week eighteen. Yeah. The Dolphins conference six and three. Bills are. Uh, the Dolphins just would just need two wins. Uh, yeah, they go because because the Bills have to because the Bills are four and five in the conference right now, so they're already two games back in the conference win column, so, uh, conference loss column. So, oh, both win column. Dolphins are getting so many injuries. Like they just lost Connor Williams as well. Yeah, uh, their tackle yeah. and like the, I don't know, man. They lost Jalen Phillips on Black Friday. There's been injuries like Tyreek and yeah and uh, Jalen Waddle. Dude, the Waddle pass was insane because it was literally a hospital throw, like over the middle of the field to two defenders to start off the game. And then I saw like uh, a video of like Peyton Manning reacting to it, and everyone's like, "This is like the epitome of what Peyton Manning did to his receivers throughout his <laughs> career." It was so bad. Um, but yes, uh, we'll get to that game in a little bit because we got uh, quickly. We could talk about Broncos Chargers. I took the Chargers again. I deserve this. Their season's done. This is this is an abysmal year. Uh, Justin Herbert's out for the year. I swear to God, Easton Stick might be the worst quarterback I've ever seen. We saw Malik Willis <laughs> last year, but yeah, Broncos win. They stay alive. Seven and six, man. Shout out to them. Chargers are done. I don't even like it's rock bottom for them too. Do you guys have anything on this game, or do you want to move on to the Sunday night? Uh, they get a clean house. I think the whole team could be replaced very soon. Um, I don't even know if like Joey Bosa would really be stuck. Like be, be like it would stick with him. There's not really any pieces on that team that are like I'm thinking are like young and like could be locked up for long periods of time. Quinn Johnson, like Slater, like the Quinn Johnson. Quinn Johnson should be in in the USFL uh, <laughs> next year, dude. So or the XFL, top. whichever the league is, yeah. Me and uh, me and Tom went to uh, we went to uh, UNC UConn game, and on my Uber to go from Philly to New York, my Uber driver was a big Chargers fan, and he was giving me the whole rundown on what he thought this season. And he was like putting in theories, like he was asking me, he's like, "This season, would you rather have Sean Payton or Quentin Johnston?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm never usually the one that wants to trade a first round pick for a head coach, but you do have a good point here." Like that is a good in, point because Quentin Johnston theoretically really bad, and Payton's and you have the worst coach in the league, and Payton at least is good as a coach. Yeah. And Quentin Johnson is horrific. So I think you can get a practice squad guy that's better than Quentin Johnson. And right? Like Josh Palmer, just as good. And he's the he would have been there already as the third string. Obviously, you didn't know Mike Williams was going to go down. Brutal season for them. I do wonder who their head coach is going to be next year. The my the Uber driver was also saying that he thinks it's going to be Harbaugh, but I don't I don't know if he'll choose them over Chicago if he does go to the NFL. Um, but yeah, this game, it wasn't really that much fun to watch at all. Uh, so we can hop on to the Sunday night game. With the, I mean, this one really wasn't that entertaining as well. It was somewhat close at points in the first half. Um, no. And then there was the fumble 
return for a touchdown in the third quarter, right, with Jalen Carter? Or was that in the uh, I forget if it was in the second or the third. But the Cowboys dominated this game. Eagles are on a two-game losing streak. And did we... I asked you guys on the preview. I'm forgetting what your answers were. Where I asked you guys, like, Super Bowl this Sunday night, you want Dak or Hurts as your quarterback. I guess I Dak. May have, I think you did say Dak, I, Tom. I said Dak. I know that for a fact. I said I Dak think, as well. And I picked the Cowboys. All right, so you went Hurts. I'm not going to lie. I thought Tom went Hurts. No, I think Tom did say Dak. I don't know. We would have to watch it back. But Someone watched the tape for us. Maybe I didn't take it. I don't you know. You probably played um, both sides. You always do that. Excuse, and that's you. That's what are you doing? You probably went last, so you can like try and figure out who you want to like. <laughs> Dude, I asked the who, question. Who I wasn't gonna give my answer first. <laughs> um. All right. MVP right now: Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy? Dak. Dak. Okay. Dak should be the MVP right now, without a doubt. All right. That was easy. He's MVP. There was yeah, I mean, there. I'm I'm pro Purdy, but I would give it to Dak over Purdy. Oh no, yeah. Like, I love Purdy, but it's hard to ignore what Dak is doing right now. Like, he's yeah. just. Week in and week out, he's proving it. Uh, I mean, if they if they lose two of their next four games, then maybe Purdy can get it if he wins out. Uh, I think it's going to be very close between the two, but I think right now Dak definitely has the edge. For sure. Dude, okay. So, yeah, uh, I agree with you guys. And then last night, did we ever get, like, a word on why there was two Monday night games or was just, like, the NFL felt like scheduling it? Money. I do. Probably money. Money. Jeez, I mean, I'm I'm for it, but like, can we not have them start like pretty close in time? Can we have like the, a exact same time? Talk? Exact same time. It was awful. So so stupid. Um, they were at least both like close games. Um, both first halves weren't like I feel like that entertaining. But shout out to the Titans. I think the didn't the Dolphins have like a ninety like nine percent win probability, and then Titans end up winning. I actually fell asleep like in the beginning of these two fourth quarters, so I woke up. I was very surprised the Titans won this game. Yeah, it was at a ninety nine point three percent chance. Wow. So, um, the Dolphins had a. The Dolphins. This game was tied. It did not seem like it was going to go one way or the one way or the other. And then all of a sudden, Dolphins scored a touchdown, got the ball back, scored a touch, and they're up fourteen. Game is over. They're cruising on to five ten minutes and, left. To ten and three. Then the Titans. I've never seen a prevent defense more prevent than the Dolphins. Like, they, they said, take 20 yards every time, nothing's going over our heads, and the Titans did exactly that. They took 20 yards every single time, scored the easiest drive I've ever seen in my life, and then just completely shut down the Dolphins' offense again, and then marched right back down the field and scored again. I've never seen a team do that. They, uh, I believe the stat was when teams were up by 14 points with three minutes to go, they were 767-0 and 0 or something like that. And this was the first time they did it. And they won in regulation, which is even crazier. Um, just an all-time class by the Dolphins on this one. Like, this this was bad. Wow. Yeah, very bad. Um, yeah, so, like, at the 359 mark, it was second and four for the Titans at their own 31. They had an incomplete pass. The Dolphins had a 99.7% chance on ESPN's win probability. I wonder what the live, the odds, the live odds were. Like, there's no way like you, you can bet, bet that. that. It. You yeah, there's, been able to bet it. there's no way and, you could bet it and, like, feel confident in it whatsoever. Yeah, like, would would any of those books even give you, like, a plus, like, 10,000 at all? Or they would, they, it would just be locked? Sometimes they, like, yeah, it depends. But, yeah. I mean, like, I saw... um. The first touchdown of the game was a pick six by a Dolphins lineman. Uh, yeah. what's, I'm trying to pull up his name. Um, Zach Sealer? Yeah. Apparently someone bet on Hard Rock bet him to score the first touchdown. That is the biggest lie of a sports book I've ever seen. There's no way someone no opens way. up the app and says, all right, Dolphins <laughs> D-tackle is getting the first touchdown. That is 100% sports book propaganda to get you bet on first touchdowns because no one's throwing, I think it was a $100 bet on it. No one is doing that. Like, that is such That's, a lie. You threw 100 on it? I think it was 100 to win, like, 15000 Like, that is That's such a lie. That you could bet on an individual defensive player, too. What a yeah, like, line. it has... It has to be fake. Like, this dude, I'm looking at him right now. Dude has got 24 tackles on the year. No fumbles. Obviously, like, no interceptions until that. Like, there's no way that was a real bet. I'm just putting that out there. So <laughs> stupid. Um, so the last game we'll talk about, Tom, you want to you wanna talk about Tommy DeVito taking the league by storm here? Did they I'm really like, back I'm in? Do you think you're, they're nah, making the playoffs? No, he's not. He's not any real back in. Because I still think that they're not, they, there's no way they go with him, like, um, long term, but I mean, I guess like they're in kind of like a reevaluate at the end of the year kind of thing now. The biggest alarm is is just be get rid of Daniel Jones in any way possible because 
he is now the worst quarterback of the three. Like a practice squad guy who is only on the team because he grew up 10 miles from the <laughs> stadium and chose the Giants over other teams to be on their practice squad, I would assume. And now he's better than your $40 million quarterback who was the sixth overall pick. That shouldn't happen. Um, so I don't really have anything else to say besides nice job, Dable, for the next few weeks. He's already, he's already getting questions about the Tom Brady comparison because he was on the... Uh, he was on the staff that drafted him at 199, and a reporter asked him today, like, you know, you're on that staff, and Dable's like, okay, let's relax. It's four games in. Like, he's playing great, but no. Um, but I don't have anything else to say. The defense was making plays. Uh, the offense, I think Saquon had a bad fumble in the last, like, four minutes or so, um, but he played decent other than that. And Wondell Robinson looks sneaky good. I will say I wouldn't mind a receiving core of Hyatt, Robinson, and, like, either acquire a trade or um a, like a stud in the draft i'm fine with that being the wide receiver core but enough on the giants they're five and eight if they would have won either the jet game or the bills game they'd be like fully in the swing and it'd be like okay let's go make the playoffs which is nuts because they were dumpster fire about three weeks ago i mean yeah they're only wow. they're only one game out now they got some teams to leapfrog but it's, that is it's right crazy. in front of them I they play the rams they beat the packers it's so annoying like because now they're like reeling us back in and they're going to win, like, six or seven games. Like, if if nine wins was going to do it, eight wins is going to do it, like, why don't you just, like, play like that from the start? And, like, why and, are your losses all so horrifically embarrassing? And you it's, guys... It's, so, it's infuriating. Because they have... So they have the Saints, who is in... So they have the Saints and the Rams as two those. teams that have a very big impact on whether they get in or not, the Giants. And they put the Eagles twice. So the only hope is you got to hope that last Eagles game, the Eagles are somewhere locked into a seed and they don't play into like Jalen Hurts or any of their starters. Hey, that's the hey, only way they're going to want to make the playoffs. And, the and they, Eagles, they have to win three out of four, which they're not going to. But the, that's the only way. The Eagles are 0-1 at MetLife already. So, I mean, the Giants could get a win there. Yeah, well, I can't argue that, I guess. <laughs> Dude, uh, I just hate the, I hate the seven seed. I hate that it's a thing now. Okay. Like, we actually, I'm happy like, you brought that up because that's what I was going to bring up earlier. May, uh, is it going to be we may actually get a good AFC 7 seed? No, I was going to say, are we starting to realize that we don't need to see seven playoff teams? Like, six was more Dude, than enough. we never did. We never no, did. So, yeah, I, I don't so think we stupid. need to, but I mean, as a fan of a mediocre team, historically, in my life, I would say that uh, the extra wild card helps me. If I was like a, at this time, if I was like a Dolphins fan, or if I was an Eagles fan, or a Cowboys fan, I'd be like, eh, you know, we don't need it. Because well, we're talking got in last year because of it, right? Yeah, they were seven, and they almost beat the Bills. The they Steelers. almost did. But like this season specifically, there are two teams in the NFC with a losing record currently in the playoffs, so and the AFC has so many mediocre teams fighting for. I mean, kind of all the spots, but that just means one more mediocre team is getting in the playoffs. Like I'm at the point where I I'd rather just go back to six. Uh, I think seven is just like too many. I think. I don't think there's seven good teams in either conference. I kind of agree. I agree. I, agree. Well, I, think, I think there's seven good teams in the AFC because I think if all teams are in at full strength, I'm saying, at full strength. So yeah, they, okay. they didn't at, know the at game. full so, strength, though. That's the thing. No yes, team is at full like, strength. I'm really. fine with the Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, and uh, Jaguars getting in. And then any combination of the Bengals, the Browns, um, the Jets, Bills, like, there's a lot of teams. I'm fine with all of those teams getting in at full strength. Matt, he didn't say the Steelers. What's what's with that? But he said the Jets. I'm confused. The Jets said full. You you, you think <laughs> oh, the Jets said full strength? Full strength, full strength with Rodgers. Okay, okay. With Rodgers, that 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 that's an exciting team. That's a that's a six seed or a five seed or even a division winner. All right, that you don't no, want to play in the first round for the Jaguars. The Browns, the Browns over the Steelers, like that much more exciting. Full strength, Deshaun Watson, man, he could he could do some things it? for them. Can he pick it? Can he pick it? <laughs> At full strength, the Browns are straight up better than the Steelers. Wait, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, who won week two? I'm not. Okay. Wait, I have a question, though. Are the Browns better at full strength or worse at full strength? Because that means you're getting Deshaun Watson instead of current Joe Flacco. Steelers beat them at full strength week two. That's all I'm saying. I do think though, if we get the Bills as a seventh seed, like obviously that's like like an elite matchup. We might get Bills Dolphins. Like that's a possibility uh, in Wild Card Weekend. Like I'd love that. Yeah, okay. I guess I guess it would. There's a. I think though, if the Bills would make it, that would probably make mean the Dolphins lose another game. 
So then maybe yeah, they fall. Yeah, okay. Or then, or then, like, if if we get Bills Chiefs, like, that would be, like, elite. In oh, that would be, that would be something back in Arrowhead, yeah. Yeah, um, like, I'd like, like, I think I'm cool with seeing them. I don't really want to see, like, I definitely don't want to see Pittsburgh or Indianapolis. I don't think I want to see, but I guess we're going to see either one of Denver, Houston, or Cincy. Exactly, yeah. Think the Bills. Whole bunch of mid. So, yeah, uh, seven seed, I think, well, I guess the Dolphins game was close last year. Who was the seven seed NFC game? Was that Niners Seahawks? It was Niners Seahawks. Seahawks yeah, seed, yeah, and they smoked. Okay, them. like that one wasn't close. We had the year prior. We had what Steelers, Chiefs, Dol- or Bucks, Eagles. Like those games were disgusting. Yeah, yeah, the Bucks Eagles so, game was a blowout. So bad. So um, yeah, um, we're we're pretty. I feel like anti seven seed, or at least me and Dom are. Tom is just because he's he he wants a crumb of the playoffs. I'm, o- I'm always anti expansion, no matter what league it comes to. I'm anti expansion. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have been eliminating a playoff team each week. Dom, do we have the list in front of us? Yeah, I have it. It's pretty um, easy who we're going to eliminate this week, but yeah, rattle it off who we have, and then we'll talk about like so who's gonna be scary. So far, we have the Patriots, the Colts, the Titans, the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Bengals, and then the Commanders, Giants, Panthers, Packers, Bears, Rams, and Cardinals. Dude, it's and crazy the Chargers. that. The- yeah, this week is going to be the Chargers for sure. Um, it's crazy that the like the Ram or the Giants and the Bears like Packers we have to worry about now, which is wild. And the well, but the think, Rams are right there. Yeah, yeah, the Rams were probably screwed on. Um, I mean, we shouldn't have eliminated the Bengals. We should have did the Jets. That was, that was all you guys. I said no. That was Tom? Yeah, you you um, way too early. <laughs> All right, um, well, we, we can get rid of the Chargers now, and if yeah. the Jets lose again next week, then how which we still they, at the five Jets? and nine, we can eliminate how the Jets. We still have the Jets because I mean they're not too far out of it. Where we thought like, oh maybe. Also, the Jets did just lose like five in a row. Like they were like five hundred at one point. So I can't believe we didn't eliminate the Jets. I don't know. Oh, like go over the Rams. What were we thinking? Um, I think that was Brett Ripon, and we were just like, oh Stafford's done. <laughs> that didn't work. That obviously didn't go the way we expected yeah. it to. Damn, oh. it's, the NFC South screws with us because there's like two teams we should eliminate, but we can't because we don't know which two to eliminate. Hey, hey, they're all tied for not only the division, but the last spot for that seven seed. So when the Bucks and the Falcons both make the playoffs this year, and we have to watch the Bucks go on the road to either Dallas or Philly, and we're going to want to like not tune into the game whatsoever, just remember this conversation. Didn't Dallas right smoke the Bucks in that situation last year? That was a four oh, no. five. It was, it was the opposite. Seven. Dallas Bucks were with a bad division winner at home. Yeah, yeah. This is a, like they're alive for a wild card spot. They are tied with the Packers. Right, the Bucks play the Packers this week. If the Bucks win, they fully like have a shot to not only win as the division winner but make it as the wild card team, which is insane. Yeah. And the Vikings aren't really that good either, so like their spot's still open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, you, it's gonna be a gross next four weeks. We're gonna. Could see you imagine? Imagine if the Raiders actually won this past week, and then both wild card spots would be six and seven in the NFC. Oh, we would have had three teams under five hundred. I don't, want to, I don't even want to think about it. The Vikings have um, a tough schedule. They have the Lions twice, Green Bay, and um, Cincinnati on the road. So that's no that's no cakewalk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much going to be it. Hope you guys did enjoy the week fourteen reaction. If you guys did on YouTube, we'd appreciate you dropping a thumbs up. And letting us know in the comments what you guys think. And subscribe if you guys are not already. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review over there as well. So thank you guys all for watching and listening. And we'll catch you guys in the week 15 preview. Peace.